0: House Judiciary Committee testimony from special counsel Robert Mueller ran behind schedule to the point the committee Democrats were asked to limit their questioning time because it's not like Mueller could further
1: limit his answers. Yes. No. Correct. True. No. Correct. Thank you.
0: Yes. You know, it was the opposite of that, honestly, that struck me as Congress guys and gals were trying to get some sort of narrative going or they had a series of questions that would lead to a particular area. And and Mueller, who's hard of hearing, clearly. And the question was? or or was pretending to be, according to some. No. I had them repeat the question like two, three times, and then say, I'm sorry, what was the second part of that question? To the point that you just couldn't get a narrative going, then your five minutes were up.
2: Yeah, I don't think that was on purpose. I think he's an old guy, hard of hearing, and his brain doesn't work quite as fast as it used Correct. to, which is what happens when you get older. It will happen to all of us. What's interesting is it happens at different times for different people. Sure. Some people, that happens in their 60s. Some people... Sharp
0: as attack, you're 90 years old. You're yeah. going to have
1: to repeat that for me.
0: You're sharp as attack at 90 years old. He said. True. Okay, no, not <laughs> you, sir. Just, anyway. And sir. what was the question, sir? Uh, it wasn't a question. He was just talking about old people. Never mind. I take your question. You? What does t- does that I, mean? I take your question. What does that mean? I drink your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. Oh, where was I? I had a thought. Mueller, the questions, the answers, the deaf. I don't know. Who cares?
2: (laughs) Um, Seems like I had something to follow up on. I don't remember. I'm as bad as Mueller.
0: True. Oh, oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) My highest praise, the coughing fit. (laughs) That's my highest uh, praise for comedy. Ah, what I was going to say was uh, there were enough people who have worked with Bob Mueller through the years, uh, respect him, love him, who said, "Yeah, that it probably wasn't a good idea to drag him out." It's been years since he's done that, and that was not good. I feel bad about it. I mean, yeah, I don't think that was deliberate. Um, It was unfortunate, however. Especially, as you pointed out, if you're Joe Biden and the whole, oh, my God, super old people just don't have it together, narrative takes hold. Although, what percentage of Americans saw it yesterday, the Mueller hearings, or even hear about it? I'd like to know that.
2: Was it 50 or 5? I don't really know. Um, You know, and this is kind of a a dark, sad thing. Yes, Michael?
1: I was going to say, it reminds me of when NBC used to drag out Bob Hope.
0: Oh, yeah. Or uh, Dick Clark. Or Dick Clark, any of that, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, and you know, so what is clear, and this is a little sad, I guess. It's Bob something.
0: Hope, those old Bob Hope specials, they're so sad. Bob couldn't even form words, and he would just stand there looking glazed-eyed as others spoke around him, and then they would cut away from his face and have him say something. I agree with you, that they must have like tried four or five times to get him to say, but There'd be no shot of his face as he spoke. It was just, it was terrible. It was almost like they dug up his grave. It was so much And had his corpse on stage. (laughs) It was one step away from (laughs) that. It
2: really was. I don't know how many people even, you know, you have to be a certain age to even know who Bob Hope is, I guess, because he was a star in like the 30s, right?
0: (laughs) And 40s, certainly. 50s, 60s, to a lesser extent. Uh, but we got the, from Rick uh, said after watching the congressional hearing, someone should call the elder abuse hotline. But so,
2: what is clear to me, and this is this is a little sad, and it's something I'm going to try to remember, is apparently when you get older, when you get to the point that you're not functioning at, at top speed, you don't know it yourself.
0: Apparently. Yeah, yeah, right. Because,
2: or, or, you're you're certainly not aware of how you're coming off. Because Bob Mueller wouldn't have, if he, if fifty year old Bob Mueller, could have watched that, he'd have said, no, 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 don't do that, don't go out there.
0: I wonder if he felt like he had no choice. Wasn't he subpoenaed? He, well, kind of. He 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 demanded. You wouldn't to have be taken subpoenaed. the job,
2: you, unless right, he right. unless he's gone on, you know, had a, a a real decline in like the last eighteen months. Fifty-year-old him would have told his current age. Don't take that job. You're in no shape to do that.
0: Although he's enough of a swamp creature, he understands that. Listen, we need somebody who's like beyond reproach, is liked on both sides to to head up the committee. All the attorneys are going to do the work, Bob. We just need you to be the public face of it, and we'll pay you a couple hundred gur. But but so we, he probably said, "Yeah, all right."
2: I don't know why I'm going so dark here, but because, because I'm going to be dealing with it someday myself, and I need to be aware of this. I need to remember this. It seems pretty clear that you reach an age where you don't realize how much your driving is impacted by your age. Somebody else has to tell you. Mm-hmm. So, yes, <laughs> somebody should have pulled Bob Mueller aside. Well, I'd be really insulting. Look, dude, don't go out there. You are going to embarrass yourself. It's a pretty tough thing to hear as a you know military guy. You've been you've been you've been top level everything your whole life. Now, have somebody, somebody younger, tell you you're not capable of pulling this off. Right. That'd be that'd be rough. But he, yeah. True. but he wasn't <laughs> capable of pulling it off. Right. Steel dossier, the what? Although Dude, he was a you lot, sound wh- like you've never heard of the steel dossier.
0: Yeah, and the whole collusion conspiracy thing that he initially said no. Those mean very different things. Well, your report says they mean really the same thing. I stand by my report. I mean, that was not good, um, <laughs> but I, I understand. I didn't see much at all of the second hearing, the intelligence hearing. I, th- I yeah. think in
2: about half of it, he was he was a little quicker in the second half
3: because he didn't have to be as guarded. I think because there wasn't a specific crime that he was trying to avoid accusing the president of.
2: Or you know, even at my age, though uh, there 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 are days or times in the day where I'm doing better than I am other times, mm. and he might have just like got his mojo working in the afternoon versus right. the morning. Got the right right balance of calories and caffeine or took a little nap or who knows what.
0: Now, between Bill Clinton and Lorena Bobbitt, the word penis was normalized. I don't approve of it. I don't like it.
2: How many times was the word penis used on the radio or television prior to which came first? Lorena Bobbitt. Lorena Bobbitt is a woman who cut off her husband's penis and it became a very famous case after he raped her. Allegedly. Yeah, but we didn't know that story for a long time. The, the story that broke was just... She lopped off his wang. And threw it in the parking lot? Mm, something like that. Anyway. Um, but it was reattached. Which came first? Bill Clinton showing his penis to interns? Or Lorena Bobbitt cutting a penis off? I think Bobbitt. Doesn't matter. I'm saying Bobbitt. Around the same time. But before those two things, as Joe points out, I'm not sure penis was ever said on television.
0: Mm, you're th- three, know,
2: three networks. Not, yeah. I don't. I'm not sure it ever would have. Maybe late at night on a on a strictly medical show. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't. I don't think it would have ever been said or on the radio. I'm afraid we're getting hung up on the penis. Johnny Carson didn't say hell until like the late seventies. Wow. So I mean, it's it's gone a long way, <laughs> isn't it? All for the better.
0: You just let me know when you're done. <laughs> hell of a penis. Now you can say that. Next. <laughs> Next, we normalize the word scrotum.
2: Oh, I don't want that normalized. I think that should be banned.
0: <laughs> the First Amendment should be rewritten right there in the National Archives. The Congress shall pass no law abridging the right of free speech, except no. in terms of the word scrotum. No,
2: no need for that. It's not making the world better. How's that <laughs> making the world better? I don't think that's the Knowledge begins standard. by
3: calling things by their proper name, Jack. Confucius said that.
2: Um, Okay. I don't know. I'll take your word for it, or Mark Twain, or Abe Lincoln. Um, uh, do you want to talk about your Twitter war with Tim? Because the underlying substance is pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, but I have to get to the scrotum okay. story. Okay. I, I mean, double effort to distract. I was, distract him, I was hoping. Having... <laughs> yeah. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> what am I over here?
3: You want an ice cream cone, Joe? <laughs> what ice cream? Ice cream.
0: <laughs> I thought I had forget it. I got a firm grip on that scrotum, and I'm not letting go. Stay with us.
1: Armstrong and
0: Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wipe the footprints over.
2: Personally, enjoy it so much that might be the problem. I really do. I'm looking forward to the next Democratic debate. I don't know if that makes me a weirdo or not. Oh, clearly it does. Yes. Tuesday and Wednesday night. Mm -hmm.
0: So there's this Canadian trans woman, Jessica Yaniv. Sometimes she's Jonathan Yaniv. Depends on I don't know her mood, his mood. That's part of the gender (coughs) fluidity thing. You change from day to day, sure, or moment to moment. Some do. He still has his male junk, Jack. This is in Canada, you have to understand, where they're farther down the politically correct, bizarro, punishing you for thinking what you think road. Like Europe, it's, it's unhealthy. It's terrible. Jordan Peterson, Mark Stein have fought against this brilliantly. but So this guy still has his male junk. But thanks to the, and I'm quoting from this Canadian uh, post-millennial uh, website uh, piece by Barbara K, which is just terrific. But thanks to the recently invented but imprecisely divined right of gender expression, having been enshrined in legislation in Canada, this Yanov guy has wreaked havoc on the lives of waxologists in British Columbia. These women, many of them immigrants, are in a modest living by performing intimate hair removal services for other women.
2: Isn't that something you can do yourself? God, I can't imagine. I don't think so. I know women do this and, and some men, but I can't imagine having somebody really, you know, really getting into your uh, your nether regions.
0: Everybody's got nether regions, too. It's but okay. Uh, weird. You'll be fine.
2: How many people outside of well, <clears throat> almost none, outside of lovers and doctors, rarely do you have down in your business? <clears throat> almost never
0: get out of my business <laughs> anyway if i can get back to the thread um and there listen in, in case you're really 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 slow on the uptake there are going to be body parts mentioned in this segment and some people are going to attempt to make humor out of this if, if this thank you mr chairman sir um if there are a mr special whatever you are um if you are off-put by that sort of thing, uh, we'll see in 10 minutes or five. So, well, these women, many of them immigrants, do the intimate hair removal for other women. They refuse to wax Yanov's balls, and here their troubles Jeez, began. Did you need to say that? Would you settle down? Wow. You need to grow up. Some of these
2: women. I am grown up, and since I'm not in fifth grade, I don't expect to hear that word anymore. Some of these
0: well, women have had to abandon their job and their livelihood because the state authorities or the provincial authorities are forcing them to wax this guy's man parts. The And the story's been... So out of being... Uh, this unhinged dude who's demonstrated on social media what any reasonable person would call a sick frame of mind, is with the state's blessing and collusion, targeting and abusing uh, women to satisfy his or her kinky drives.
2: So you could, in Canada at least, go to one of these shaven places, say, you know what, I am a woman, so I want you to manipulate me down there for the next hour. You have to, it's the law. Right. Okay. Exactly. That's uh, that's something.
0: Yeah. This um the story is important because if human rights tribunals were guided by reason and objectivity, none of this guy's complaints would have passed any common sense test. The license affords Yaniv uh, Afforded to Yaniv cements the fictitious notion that when it comes to rights, gender identity may be held by ideologues and their legislative surrogates to trump biology. Even in an area that is so simply and fundamentally anatomically based, there's no wiggle room for interpretation. This isn't about expressions of gender. It's about penises and vaginas. And there's, it's, so the idea that these, there, well, back to Thomas Sowell's, there are some ideas that are so stupid only intellectuals could hold them. No, you do, you do need to wax that person's genitals because they, they are expressing themselves as a woman. No person with any sense could miss the ridiculousness of that. As the targeted waxologists explain, and by the way, my band, the Waxologist, is broken up. Our drummer's on heroin. Oh, I, hate I to just hear that we, we kept. I just he would never show up for gigs. So anyway, uh, as the targeted wacko- waxologists explained, a woman's genitals require one kind of treatment with one kind of wax. A man's genitals, another. The women were trained to wax female genitals only, and were not competent to wax male genitals without risking harm to that person. Some of the women I'm okay with harming that guy. Some of the women worked alone at home with children present. Some had religious scruples against touching the opposite sex parts. Sure. But let us set these considerations aside for the moment. Because even if a woman has no religious scruples about touching male bodies, and even if she works in a salon, she would still have the same basic case for refusal as the modest women. The bottom line is, when an individual is getting his or her genitals waxed, there's no gender involved, and that's easy to prove. Imagine this Jessica or Jonathan Yanov is now a corpse and has left instructions for burial with waxed genitals, which, I mean, that's the deluxe treatment. I mean, whew, I want to go out of this world smooth. (laughs) I entered into it smooth. I want to go out smooth. (laughs) I mean, that's like when you get your <laughs> your wheels cleaned and your tires polished and your dashboard shined. I mean, that's the full treatment right, right. there. Uh, who would do Who would do that job? Someone practiced in the waxing of female genitals, or someone practiced in the waxing of male genitals? At this point, Yanov's gender would not even be moot; it would vanish entirely as a corpse. So it would be ludicrous to call for a woman-centric waxologist. Don't you see the fact that Yaniv is alive makes no material difference in the realm of waxology? Whether Yaniv thinks he's a woman is as irrelevant to genital waxing as if he were dead, since Yaniv's anatomy remains ruthlessly male. This is such a beautiful example of the illogic and the insanity of the intersectional wackadoo progressive movement. You people are nuts! It's pretty interesting. Don't hate anybody. Don't hurt anybody. Don't deny anybody their rights. But quit being lunatics.
2: Joe brought up the idea of when it became okay to say penis on TV and radio, which we were pegging in the 90s, somebody who uh, apparently studies this for a living, um, said Mary Tyler Moore. uh, They made a big deal of Mary Tyler Moore saying penis on Saturday Night Live in 1989. And that was uh, really the beginning of uh, mainstreaming. It started late at night on a Saturday night and then took years before we got to uh, Clinton and
0: Bobbitt before it was really... Okay. I disagree. Just in the straight, adult, news, serious world, Lorena Bobbitt made it go from never to every single day for weeks. I mean, that was just...
2: And the culture was prepared for it, so it was a time when it could happen. I see. Yes, right.
0: Mary um, Tyler Moore saying penis is uh, something I'll try not to picture. Right.
1: <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Dems stepping up calls to impeach
0: the president. And if we I got- do picture it, it'll be Dick Van Dyke's show, Mary Tyler Moore. North Korea is
1: shooting off more <laughs> missiles and more tainted alcohol deaths in Central America. Sir Laura wow. Petrie,
2: in other words. Yes. Not the uh, Mary Tyler Moore from the ad executive.
0: <laughs> gotcha. And-
2: Is Robert Muller still with us today? I know he's uh, he's hanging out in the studio with Michael and kind of been watching the show. Correct. Correct. Have you enjoyed uh,
0: the experience, uh, sir?
2: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry to sorry to hear that.
1: You're gonna have to repeat that for me.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. And what was the question, sir? What? what hmm. Glad you're here. Thank you for coming, I'd sir. I take your question. I did, That was a statement.
2: This is a little segment we call Mocking the Oil. Thank you very much. Mocking the Oil. Correct. As that's what we're doing, really. As everybody was day yesterday, kind of trying to do it respectfully, but that wasn't mocking, but it was pointing out dude couldn't hear and wasn't quite up to speed, and he clearly didn't run the thing. Generally. All that analysis yesterday saying he clearly wasn't the face of it. On the left and the right, they were saying that, yeah. is saying he's he's out of it.
0: Which is clearly true. To some extent. Can't sure. help it. Happens all of us. Right. I mean, if you're deaf, you can sound clueless. Yeah. And the question was? It was a statement! <laughs>
2: But once he did hear, he still didn't, like, remember what he wrote himself or somebody wrote with his name on it about right. conspiracy versus collusion. And, and what he
0: could or couldn't say or yeah. should or shouldn't right. or whatever. It was just, it was such a useless exercise.
2: News now with Marsha Phillips. Now,
1: Democratic presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren is pushing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to start impeachment proceedings against President Trump. Warren was at an NAACP forum in Detroit, and she was asked about the calls in the House to impeach the president warren reportedly said quote i understand there are people who for political reasons say this is not where we want to be but in my view some things are above politics
2: she's trying to get the Democratic nomination I think if you're trying to get the nomination being on the side of impeachment probably a good idea because yeah. the base of the base turns out for uh, for caucuses in New Hampshire sure um, I've heard some people on the left say it was a good day for Nancy Pelosi yesterday, and that she has got more ammunition for saying let's hold the uh, you know let's hold off on debate, yep, all right, right, on impeachment. Yep. So that might have been she might have come out of yesterday thinking finally good, fantastic.
0: You, you know, know, it's so easy to understand. If you're a Democrat candidate, you say, yeah, I, I, we should impeach him. I'd like to start it today. We're working. We're getting it together. We're getting our, our, our ducks in a row, and we're going to impeach that son of a bitch the first chance we get. By God, we are. And you just keep saying that right through the campaign, keeping everybody fired up and convinced that you're on their side. Then at some point you say, I tell you what, just because of the time involved, what we need to do is vote them out. The way we get rid of the is we vote them out. <laughs> and you keep the base fired up. And the fact that you never meant what you said all along doesn't matter. So that's the exercise they're going through. And I wish them well.
1: This coming in uh, this morning, the Justice Department says it will carry out executions of federal death row inmates for the first time since 2003. The department says five inmates will be executed starting in December. What are
0: we going with? Drip, uh, hanging, firing squad, shooting them in space? What's the plan? We don't have any idea of the accoutrement that will be used. But...
2: Guillotine. Oh boy, <laughs>
0: you know but, it's
3: quick. Yeah, the department says the bureau. If of I prisons... had
2: to choose, I might choose that one.
3: The guillotine. Better make sure the blade's sharp. Yeah. It's pretty gross. You want to be first in line.
2: But you wouldn't
0: feel a thing. Not a thing. Just a little but you're gonna feel a little pressure. Like my doctor said. I'm not, to not me. sure you would feel a thing. Well, you'd it probably, probably be properly. Well, I don't want to think about it. It sickens me. Alright. North
1: Korea has fired off two short-range missiles into the sea in its first weapons launches in more than two months an apparent effort to pressure Washington or get Washington's attention. As the two sides are still struggling to restart their nuclear negotiations.
2: You know, back to the execution thing, since we are gonna start executing people again, the one I would be most, that I would most accept to have done to me is the one I'd least like to watch. I think that's interesting. The guillotine? Yeah, so the most gruesome looking one that I'd least like to have, you know, my kids or anybody see is the one that would be. So yeah, it's kind of an emotions versus reality thing,
0: right? I, yeah, I guess. I guess I would take the drip. It's cowardly, but uh, you know I've, I've been put under uh, a, a couple of times in my life, and it's fine. You go to sleep. Uh, to me, I, I think we're way too concerned with firing
2: squad. Uh, How about that? Uh,
0: I don't like to think about this. I read
2: the executioner's song, and it really went into detail and all that. Right. Uh, the Norman Mailer book, right? And uh, uh, didn't it didn't sound like that big a deal? Oh, How does
0: the squad. executioner's
3: song go? A one, two, three, four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Coast- I don't know I don't know what method I would choose, but I know what my last meal would be. It would be the puffer fish, because if it wasn't properly prepared, I would right. just die from that anyway. Right. That's very clever. <laughs> you cheated deep. the hangman. <laughs>
1: Costa
2: Rica. <Congratulations.
1: laughs> Costa Rican authorities are investigating another death from apparent methanol poisoning stemming from contaminated alcohol. Wow. Ministry of Health said this is the 20th death linked to suspected alcohol contamination.
2: Maybe that's what, how we should execute people. Send them to the Dominican Republic and have them stay in a uh, hotel room and drink from the minibar.
0: Or Costa Rica now. But I tell you what, Latin America's got the bootleg hooch going and is killing people.
2: Oh,
1: here's a, uh, here's a note from uh, Europe across the pond. We've just learned that Paris has set an all-time heat record today, hitting 105.
0: Sacre Blue.
1: Part of the heat wave.
0: A local that, Frenchman there. That is sweeping Europe. You know, in these. She is as hot as a croissant fresh from <laughs> the oven. It's 17 and a half <laughs> Mont Blanc.
2: <laughs> you know, and
1: what in these troubled in these troubled times? Oh, it's they nice are troubled. It's nice to come across a story like this. Billionaire Denny Sanford has Let donated. Let me see if I can
0: twist this and in, and in, in make it a negative. So we moved. I'm feeling on. up for the challenge. We yes. moved
2: on from how hot it is in France. Um, <laughs> yes.
0: Why? So, <laughs> so soon.
2: I'm wringing out my sweaty beret. So are people talking about this being global warming yeah. and all that sort of stuff? I
0: suppose. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. oh yeah. Generally, all time. Thank you. Uh, all time, Mr. Uh, Mueller, Mr. Chairman, or what's it? Was he Mr. Special Counsel? Mr. Special counsel. counsel yeah. yeah. Special. Uh yeah. Here's your Jello, Mr. It. Mueller. Oh wow, <laughs> wow,
1: wow. <laughs> uh All right. Billionaire Denny Sanford has donated $100 million to the University of California at San Diego for landmark studies of empathy and compassion. The gift is among the largest of its kind ever made in the U.S. and involves an area of science that's only recently acquired the tools to
0: explore the matter deeply. Uh, I am intrigued by that area of study. I've read some about it. but
2: What tools exist to study empathy that didn't exist before? Experimentation. Is that a cuff they put on your arm like blood pressure? To mm. Measure your empathy? Yes.
0: Boy, you're really low. Yeah, you hire a bunch of college students for 10 bucks a throw. You make them be cruel to each other or nice to each other, and you study the effects. And
3: I also feel like with the anonymity of social media and Internet, you you are able mm. to see people interact in a way that they probably wouldn't, were they face to face, and and what that does to empathy and human to human contact right. and interaction. Well, right,
1: they're talking a lot more about uh, the ability to probe brain activity tied mm. to those qualities. So real science, not
0: social sciences. Exactly. Ah, exactly. I don't want my brain
1: probed. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
2: So, survey out on uh, kids and children, um, kids and adults and their parents. Parents and kids want the same thing, almost all of them, yet we aren't doing it. That Hmm. seems odd. What's that? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, Marshall mentioned in his news it was the hottest it's ever been in Paris the other day. All time. It was uh well, okay. So they, they I think. It, it's hard to know For all any day. It's hard to know all time because
0: No, all time, man. <laughs> we asked we went to, back to the cave drawings. And the cavemen kept very accurate records. Um It's the hottest June was the hottest month. How hot was it?
2: In the history of the world. For recorded time of, of keeping temperatures, which only goes back to Rutherford B. Hayes. Uh, January 1880 is when they started using what they think is accurate measurements, and that's how far we go back. But at least going back to 1880, it's the hardest, hottest July we've ever had on planet Earth. Correct. So, so, for some people, this is the big climate change beacon month in which we'll all change our attitudes and get serious about... Combating global warming. I am not going to do anything. But maybe I'm going some to sell
0: my coats and buy some shorts. Um, so you got that. A Texas. Well, they're going to be
2: planting wheat in the Yukon.
0: Uh, I think we'll be all right.
2: A Texas school district says kids as young as 12 need to submit to random drug testing if you want to participate in band, chess, band, chess, or chess or other extracurriculars.
0: Well, uh, they just want a, an excuse, a pretext. For testing the kids.
2: For whether or not they're using drugs?
0: Yeah. I mean, what the hell does it matter if your trombone player gets
3: high on the weekend? It's well known that musicians can't take drugs and make good music. <laughs> That's well established. So,
2: I don't, I don't want the school drug testing my kid. I don't want my school. I don't want the government drug testing my kid. I'll no. deal with that. Right. Uh, right. But as young as 12, if you want to be in the chess club, you have to submit a saliva sample if you want to park in the school parking lot. If you do not provide a sample, you will be deemed to have a positive result and will not be allowed to park in
3: the school parking lot. What? This is more kind of a creep on the the surveillance state, and it's going to be an opt-in thing, and they will just make it so inconvenient for you to not be constantly surveilled or tested or whatever sure.
2: and they're expanding it to everything so whether you got a nerdy kid who wants to play chess and be in the band or you got the super cool kid who's gonna be on the football team or or whatever drama cheerleading all of it is included so they're gonna yeah, yeah right so y'all oh, you don't have to do it if you don't want to participate in anything in high school or junior high since it's down to 12
0: um speaking purely for a entirely entirely fictional high school drama department in a fictional midwestern town in a time gone by if they drug tested everybody in my drama community they had done a lot of one-man shows <laughs> there were a lot of been a, a lot of really small casts
2: and this i find this interesting since it's there's an agreement among parents and children yet we're not doing it it's uh it makes me sad it hurts my heart Um, 70% of parents wish they had more time to connect with their children and about the same percentage of children wish they had more time to connect with their
0: parents. Well, nothing can be done about it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) About three quarters of parents and kids both agree they wish they could spend more time together, but it just doesn't happen. That
0: makes my heart hurt. Thanks. I spend a triple What do you think of that, Chairman Mueller? That old bit that brought me down. Brought me down. And what was the question, sir? Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Did it bring you down, the children and parents both missing each other, but neither one of them taking the initiative to connect? Does that bother you? Generally. Like it it bothers me? Generally. Good. We're agreed then. And what was the question, sir? (sighs) Never mind. Never mind. What about grandparents and grandchildren? Did
2: somebody watch to make sure he made it out to his car?
0: <laughs> oh boy! Is he, still, is, yes. he, is he still sitting in there? Wandering? No. I'm waiting for the next question. <laughs> Listen, he's a nice old fellow. Sure. Served the country. Absolutely. Come on now. This, uh this, the making light of the man's, right. you know.
1: Now, aren't he and limitations.
0: Joe limitations? I'm not enjoying
2: it. Aren't he and Joe Biden the same age? Well, seventy-seven. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Everybody's everybody ages a different. Right. I was watching a thing with Henry Kissinger the other day. He's 94 years old. It doesn't appear that his brain has slipped the tiniest bit right? as he approaches right. 100 years old. It's right. amazing. Uh, and then you got other people that, you know, you've you know that that they're in their sixties and are not near as sharp as they used
0: to be. I peaked at thirty-two. I mean that's <laughs> it's a struggle now. A real struggle. It's because of your habits
2: as a teenage drama student.
0: <laughs> what right? no, no, again, fiction <laughs> is imaginary. Uh, is strictly for entertainment purposes. We had a song parody that we sang all about drugs. To the teacher who was the director of the play, and she thought it was funny. Different time, my friends. A different time. Better or worse? Both. Both? Ooh! Uh, too
2: complicated for the modern American mind.
0: Uh, sorry. Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> little of both, honestly. No way. <clears throat> way? So, uh, mm, yeah, is there any way to summarize this quickly? Probably no. not. The... <laughs> Uh, Mr. Special Counsel, sir, I wasn't actually addressing you. Um, there is actually more to the story of the waxing people that I was talking about earlier, and it matters and it's significant. We will get to it tomorrow.
2: Can you give a brief version of uh, your Twitter war with Tim Sandifer, Tim the lawyer?
0: Well, yeah. He, yeah, I could read you the tweet. I think I still have it open. Um, he, when we were talking about Facebook and the fines and. And uh, an expression that uh, we're glad somebody was clamping down on Facebook and their fraud, he said, "Old A and G show: Free enterprise is good. Self responsibility is a moral imperative. Government regs are inefficient and politically dangerous and lead to censorship and bureaucratic domination. New A and G show. Facebook's an evil corporation that controls our minds. Help us, Big Brother. Controls our minds (laughs) Number one As a fan of condescension That was some fine fine condescension By Tim Sandifer. But I replied Unfair and uncharacteristically pissy Not only did our description Our conversation include a description Of the incentives for government civil forfeitures And other horrors of government overreach Tim should be singing our praises Facebook is guilty of fraud And we're citizens informing our fellows because mm. I ran out of words. <laughs> so I didn't say fellow citizen. <laughs> that was good uh, uh, character usage there. Thank you. Yes.
2: Very Got good. Got a interview. lot in there. Yeah, you did. You packed a lot into that.
0: Fantastic. Striking a blow for liberty and brevity. <laughs> I'm Joe Getty.
3: I'm
0: <laughs> a Um here's, of brevity, <laughs> here's your host, Joe Getty. <laughs> <laughs> it's barely worth tuning up your banjo <laughs> if the song's that short. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap things up. It's Marshall Phillips, our esteemed newsman. Well, i
1: got to say, after we gotten through the uh, Mueller hearings, I just realized next week we get to go through another round of the Democratic debates. That's right, Tuesday Nate, and Wednesday uh, night. Night uh-huh. one is
0: socialist night. Night two is race night. Yes. Kamala Harris beats up on an old guy night, night two, right? Yeah. Uh, Michelangelo, your final thought. All right. These are tips for Jack Armstrong on apologizing to the young lifeguard. One, make sure you have a
1: quivering lip. (laughs) Two, have one tear streaming down your cheek. And three, put your hands on his shoulder and call him son. (laughs) Tell him, yesterday I belly flopped and
3: lost my
0: temper. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
3: Positive Sean, uh, final thought for me? Yes, Quentin Tarantino's ninth feature film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, opens this weekend. I will be seeing it tonight. I will share my thoughts with all of you tomorrow.
2: Jack,
0: a final thought for the crowd.
2: I'm, glad, the you men- I'm glad you mentioned belly flops. That's one of the things you can't do at the pool. Uh-huh. I mean, that was like the most popular thing at the pool when I was a kid. Was, it was like belly flop contests. We all go, oh, you know, when your friend did right. a really good belly flop. Uh, you're dangerous. you're, you're not to allowed that. to do that. You, how can you possibly think that's better for society? That kids can't do a belly flop on purpose in the pool? Crazy.
0: These are odd times. Odd you're, times. You're
1: only allowed to slip quietly yeah, into the water? Exactly. God. Knee
0: deep. Exactly. Paddle silently <laughs> like an Indian. Yeah. <laughs> My final thought is I love terrible things. Movies that are so absurdly bad you can't take your eyes off of them. and Food that's gone bad? Not so much. Uh, yesterday's Mueller hearing—it just to me, it was, it was a slow-motion train wreck. Couldn't take my eyes off of it. Really enjoyed it. I'm glad there isn't another one today, but I don't know. You either like that sort of thing or you don't. Of course, we're paid to watch that. If you've got to you know, run a department of something or other or teach somebody or other, you don't have time for that crap, but no. man, it was some good, pretty good crap.
2: And it's not going to move the needle either direction. So. No, 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 no. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour
0: workday. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Got some good clicks for you, all the stuff we reference. Plus, you can mail, email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Y'all are great at that.
2: We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America.
1: Everything we've come up with is show hearings, dog and pony shows, running
2: out old people from Watergate era, and what have we found?
0: Armstrong and Getty.